Welcome to the Issues of Sports. I am your host, Evan Makovsky, and it's a very controversial topic today. But first off, we have an intriguing guest host. It is my pleasure to welcome Rudy Reyes. And Rudy, do, is, should we call you the Rude Dog? Or please... <laughs> Please. Whatever you want, Please. whatever works. Just don't tell me that I'm late for dinner. I'm I'm doing good, Evan. Thanks for having me on, man. I certainly appreciate it. Why don't you fill in the issues of sports, our massive, massive following of just a quick little run through your broadcasting history? I can certainly do that for you. It's not a problem. Uh, I have been in broadcast for about eight, almost nine years. I've covered a couple, couple of Super Bowls, NFL PA Bowl games, SB Awards, uh, NFL drafts, uh, you name it. Uh, I've been to Steeler training camp. Um, I'm, I'm an avid fan, but I'm objective, and I know how to call my team out when they're not doing so well. So um, I've been on multiple shows. Um ESPN. I've been on on radio in upstate New York, or as uh, some people want to call it, upstate New York. Um, my accent's not very good. Sorry, I tried. Uh, <laughs> so I've, I've covered a lot of a lot of sports. You can go to the RudeDogShow.com. That's the RudeDogShow.com. And right find, here we uh, go. All the goodness. How did you gain the dog moniker? I've been around a long time. Been around since I was about a teenager. It would just kind of happen that way. Somebody said, "Hey, man, you're rude, dog." And I said, Rude Dog. Okay, I like it. I coined it. It's mine. I own it. Thanks. Well, the, <laughs> the Rude Dog was recommended to me, and so far he's delivering. So, Rudy Reyes, it's a pleasure to have you. And let's get into today's topic. And this just came down, and I'm not going to brief everybody on what's happened it's 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 in the it's in the media but this just came down that nfl commissioner roger goodell has chosen former new jersey attorney general peter c harvey to hear the appeal of the six-game suspension for the cleveland browns quarterback deshaun watson the nfl's appeal addresses whether based on the findings made by Judge Robinson, and this was just a few days ago, she handed down the six-game suspension. The NFL says the discipline should be modified to include a professional evaluation and treatment as determined by medical experts, an appropriate fine, and a longer suspension. The league apparently wants a year. Goodell has worked with this Peter C. Harvey before so it now seems that it's very much back in play that deshaun watson six games you can weigh in on that that that's too short he certainly had a slew of accusations against him and it was all within a calendar year but it looks like the NFL here, because Goodell, again, has worked with this judge that's going to hear the appeal before, but that um, they're going to get a longer term, Rudy, against Deshaun Watson. 
Well, that's exactly what Roger Goodell is trying to accomplish. You'd mentioned Harvey having a, a lengthy relationship with the NFL, and he's he's been involved in, in a few of these types of situations where you look at the outcome as not favorable by Roger Goodell. And of course, it's kind of a slap an eye to the badge of the NFL, as well as those women. And there's a lot of them that work within the NFL, including the NFL Network. So it doesn't necessarily surprise me whatsoever to see Roger Goodell take this type of stance. By contrast, the NFLPA has stated that if Roger Goodell has decided to go through with this lawsuit and appeal, rather, that the NFLPA will sue the NFL. The problem that I have with this is that the NFLPA, for all the great things that they do from promoting retired players and getting the type of help that they're looking for, transitioning out of the NFL uh, into a regular, normal, average life, whatever that looks like, it's different for everyone. There's no leg to stand on by the NFLPA here for a couple of reasons. I'm not a lawyer, don't pretend to be, and I'll never be one, especially on TV. But I will say this, as far as the NFLPA is concerned, the fact alone that Deshaun Watson, and I've been really riled up about this for the last few days, in that Sue Robinson, being a female, handed down probably the most lazadaisical six-game suspension I probably have ever heard of. People think of Ben Roethlisberger when, when that comes to mind with the alleged rape and the accusations yeah. of such also acquired a six-game penalty as well. We're talking 20-plus women, not alleged women, women those 20, 20 25 to be 25 to be exact and 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 one thing that i read that you mentioned well i mentioned at the top earlier uh, judge robinson and her ruling apparently one of the factors in the six game suspension is they didn't find his I don't want to say criminality because he's not arrested, but they didn't find his behavior to be violent. As in, he, I believe, was suggestive. And no, no, he did. He may have revealed himself. I don't know the details with every one of the, all 25 of these lawsuits. But she she said in, when she wrote the decision that he's not, and I know this sounds crazy to a degree because there's violence to just talking some or doing what he he did. But I, I, I think that that was one of the reasons that it was six games. Well, there is certainly a amount of egregiousness in regards to the, the accusations, albeit not criminal, uh, but more more in a civil manner. Obviously, there was enough to warrant civil charges being pressed and filed against Deshaun Watson. So it's not as if this is an isolated incident. This isn't one, this isn't two. Those types of things can be swept under the rug. But the minute that he received all that money up front, which they knew was going to take to get Deshaun Watson in the Houston, Texas, along with the plethora of picks that they received in lieu of letting go of the star quarterback, the Browns said, you know what, we, we recognize, and of course, from the Browns organization, just a bunch of lip service, as we usually get. I mean, the Browns are, well, the Browns, and Browns are going to do Browns types of things, and lip service is one of them. But they knew they were going to have to settle out of court, and the only way to do that is by hush-hush moneying and monetizing all these civil cases and these civil issues that he's facing in order to exonerate him. And my theory, and I stand by this the entire time, if you have nothing to hide, why pay money? Why? 
because it's tarnishing your name. If you're completely irreprehensibly not guilty, why would you not fight for yourself to exonerate yourself? I've heard attorneys make cases that even if their client is innocent, where it, it could be what you're talking about, just to settle and avoid the shame and embarrassment. But as a whole, as a whole, I agree with you. Why somebody's going to, especially these kinds of crimes, why would you settle and even take the implication of guilt if you weren't guilty? Yeah, no, there's there's certainly a lot to unwrap, and, and, and there probably will be for years to come. We're, we're not quite clear. We're not quite sure. No one is. The only person that knows, above all, is Deshaun Watson as to whether or not anything had transpired, albeit in these massage parlors, at home, in their place of business, in locker rooms. You know, We don't know the extent of the locations. And to be quite honest with you, it really doesn't matter. What matters is, is when you look at Deshaun Watson and, and – I'll, I'll be the boy who who cried wolf all the way to the bank because I know for a fact as it pertains to allegations like this, and there's 20 plus of them, it's not as if they surrounded themselves and joined a coup. You know, this isn't a coup to get rid of Deshaun Watson as a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. This is about doing the right thing. But when someone's throwing money at someone and they're saying, here, here's, you know, $50,000, you were touched inappropriately or asked to touch allegedly Deshaun Watson inappropriately. Just make it go away, and we'll call it a day. The problem is, is they're compromising their integrity. These women are are compromising their positions. Trust that other clients have them, other high-profile clients that that have been doing business with them for quite some time, quite a few years, and all in the name of a monetary shut-up is what it boils down to. So that in of itself is just it, – it's a huge problem that I have. Women – and I don't know explicitly who they are per se, but some of them just wanted to take a day off because they felt as though they were being victimized all over again based on how they felt when this first happened to begin with on, on the outside. From the onset of all of this, I've recalled interviewing tons of players. Whether or not these things happen behind the scenes, we'll never see the light of day of it. I guarantee you there has been. But when you look at people like Dan Snyder, who continues to evade federal circuit reprimands and, and, and requests to show up on camp. Oh, I have a business trip or I'm busy or I'm this or I'm that. Where's his fine, right? We hear about the owner, uh, Mr. Ross of the Miami Dolphins yeah. getting penalized he, yeah, because of tampering. You know, yep. um, we also hear there, there, there's so much to, to unwrap. Robert Kraft and his massage parlor incident. Where did that go? Wait, he paid enough money to allow for him for this whole situation to be swept under the rug. Yet Deshaun Watson is being identified right now, and I'm not sticking up for Deshaun Watson by any stretch of imagination, but to put this in context, they all need to be brought out of the closet and share their own individual fates just like Deshaun Watson will. Granted, there's a decision to be had by potentially telling Deshaun Watson, you're going to have to wait till next year to play. That very well could happen, or maybe you're looking now at 9, 10, 11 game suspension, which is a great amount of the season when you're only playing 16 regular season games. What I mean, what what's really irked people and even the media that I've noticed is 
that the Browns traded for Watson in March, sending three first-round draft picks to the Texans, and then they gave him, this is what, a five-year contract that was the richest deal for any player in NFL history. I believe it was for $230 million, and it just doesn't look right that somebody, because if he wasn't an irreplaceable part as a professional athlete, okay, so they get paid that they're irreplaceable parts, and he was in another field, and he had 25 civil lawsuits against him, whether they stuck or not, as you as you made the point about just to rack up that many, like there must be something serial with him or something, like, you know, just to get 25 massages in a year. But I think that he, that, that the fact that the Cleveland gave him that contract is very upsetting. I know it's upsetting to the NFL media, and it's just the the wrong look. And now, you know, Cleveland may have to lose him for a year or maybe two-thirds or three-quarters of a year. And if I, I who is, uh, is Watson's backup? Is it Jacoby Brissett? Brissett right now is going to be the yeah. guy under yeah. center. And, and, and they're playing as though they're practicing as so. Their mentality is that they're going to start Jacoby Brissett under center. They said he'd still start. They, right. He will. Yes. Right. But not only that, but Josh Dobbs is now the apparent backup because of the NFL appealing the original six-game suspension and the ruling that uh, that came down. I believe it was just <laughs> – Hindsight being 2020, probably the worst ruling I have ever heard of any position player, even a quarterback that has had that many accusations that were dropped from being criminal to civil, but still violating the personal conduct policy of the NFL, including monetary damages could be associated with this as well. Additional suspension time could be a part of that. So again, a, a lot to a lot to unwrap, a lot that we're going to find out within the next six months or so. But I, I believe they should really start practicing as if Deshaun Watson will not start the 2022 season. And I think what also ticks people off is the fact that it just, you know, finishing the point that I was making about his profession being irreplaceable is that if he was, let's say, a dentist and he had 25 of these allegations, he would not get another job as a dentist. No matter what, if it was just civil, employers would get wind of this. If he was an accountant, if he was anything like, say, a factory worker or whatever, nobody, people don't want to take that on in the real world. But in the NFL, where you're irreplaceable and it's not easy to replicate his talent, he's obviously elite. We won a college national championship. We've seen what he can do. There's no question his, his talent. But I think that's what really rubs people the wrong ways because they prob- they would never work again. And he just gets the richest contract in NFL history. Well, that that's part of the problem is that fans of any given team, and I'm not just necessarily saying that the Browns are part of the problem, but, they're, but, but fans in general, to some extent, I, I can't speak for all fans, 
get enamored with these guys and they get to a point where all of a sudden they think, well, he's invincible. He's going to get us to wins. Uh, what happened to Baker Mayfield last year? They won their first playoff game in centuries, just about. And it just stands to reason that when you look at who the Browns are and they're making this type of move with fans out there basically, you know, stating that, well, he's going to take us to the Super Bowl and X, Y, and Z and ABC. Baker Mayfield could have ultimately done the same thing, okay, this season. But instead, you wanted to be in a win-now situation. You put yourself in a win-now situation with a guy that had that much cloud coverage over his head, and now you're believing that that he's going to be available for 2022, and he could very well be. But at the same token, it was a bad move. It was a bad decision by the Browns in the lip service from Haslam. It was a bad lip service from ownership. It was just a bad message that was misrepresented as we're going to handle it via smokescreen and we're going to do our best smokescreen to make sure that we're going to do the best that we can additional smokescreen. So it's just, it's just, there's just so much wrong with this entire situation that you can't solely blame Deshaun Watson on this. The Browns have a lot to be blamed for as well. If you wanted to place any of that in regards to the decision-making process to get him to begin with. I think that their opinion is goal stomach absorb these bullets in the short to midterm because they, I believe his entire contract's guaranteed too. We will swallow this and just take the PR hits, take the whatever. And then we don't think he necessarily has a, this isn't something that he can't get in check that they think that they'll get a, like a potential hall of fame talent quarterback. So he just needs to make it through this little, it's not little, but this episode, I mean, he also missed last year too, but Mm -hmm. That he did, and the Browns have more starting quarterbacks than uh, Philip Rivers has kids. I mean, it, it's just it, it, it's an ongoing battle. I mean, we know what kind of generational talent that Deshaun Watson is. We've seen it while he was with the Texans, despite the weapons. He just made things happen. But you can't turn a blind eye to a guy who has done nothing but become a, a serious malcontent and a a potential criminal uh, i mean i mean rule, he's not he's not breaker yeah. forever i mean yeah a criminal if you really want to go that far i mean he certainly has he, he's shown the propensity to do that that's part of the problem is that you get a guy that has not gone through any rehab whatsoever he doesn't think he's done anything wrong now it's it's all about me 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 now i need to get back on the field i need to connect with these guys i need to win you know games i i i i well, what happened to all the women that civilly charged you with misconduct? What about them, 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 and them? They've been, she's, they've been settling. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's all about money because he knows that he has it and he's going to pay his way out of the situation. Robert Kraft made his issue go away. Dan Snyder so far has made his issue almost non-existent, relevant to the public eye. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get away with it because he shouldn't. None of these guys should at all. They should be held accountable for their egregious behavior. Well, what's held accountable? A year? Give them a year. Absolutely. Give them a year and find them $100,000 and call it a day. Give that money within the NFL organization 
and pay back and go to communities that don't have football squads. They're, they're, they're on borrowed time, whether or not they're going to stay open uh, as a program in their high school or not. Give it back to them. They're the ones who want it. They're the ones who deserve it. I'm not out to defend Watson. I thought the six games was light, but I had read that he, to expect that he would get six to eight games. And also it's hard to like feel like the NFL is like a good guy here because they're appealing this and they're, I, I think Goodell maybe sees a chance to pounce here a little bit. And... They're trying to make it right. Where was all that pouncing against Dan Snyder? Where's the pouncing right. against Robert Kraft? Where's, where's all the pouncing and hot footing and dancing on coals for everybody else who's committed egregious and heinous activity outside of a football field? Where's that punishment? Where's that at? Well, what... Equal opportunity harassers is what, what they are. Yeah, I mean, there's two elements of play. There's uh, harassment and there could be sexual assault is another. Quite possibly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. A, a, alleged and there's definitely smoke here. I well, mean, there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, Anybody right. knows that. So that's it. So, I mean, I, I, if I had to guess what's going to happen and I'm not an attorney, I would think he'll get 10 games. Maybe, maybe that's not enough of a hike from the, but maybe, maybe it's 12. But like I said, you suspend somebody for 12 games. How do you even bring them back? Like what if Jacoby Brissett is playing well and they're rolling to the playoffs? You're not going to pull Deshaun Watson off the bench. It, it could very well happen if, if he if he is allowed to play and there is no further suspension after the sixth game, right? We know what we're getting from Jacoby Brissett. I'm not stating that he can't become the miracle man in Cleveland, but let's face it, we've seen him play in 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 a few cities. Jacoby's a great game manager. He's been doing it for years. He's been a backup for a long time. He's playing in, in a few systems where he's had chance after chance after chance. He's another Geno Smith from the chance perspective, not from an athletic standpoint. So I think Jacoby Brissett is much more athletic than Geno Smith. However, I, I just don't know that you're going to get any more out of Jacoby Brissett than something we haven't already seen. That's the problem that I have with it. So you put in a more cerebral quarterback. Josh Dobbs has. He's played with the Steelers. I remember when they drafted him out of Tennessee. The guy has a very high IQ. Does that translate into giving an opportunity to play? Not necessarily. He tried playing under Ben Roethlisberger, uh, despite Ben being hurt. That only produced so much. Quarterback by committee uh, the year before last when he was injured and was hanging it up almost the entire year. Uh, so Josh Dobbs has the propensity to be that that much better than Jacoby Brissett, but whether or not he'll get the opportunity is another story. I think that's more contingent to whether or not uh, Deshaun Watson gets a full year suspension, maybe even 12 games, as you said. All right, we got to wrap things up. So make you make your, I said, I mean, I guess I said 10, maybe 12. 10 to 12 games. Yeah, 10 to 12. 12. <laughs> 10, okay, there you go. Yeah, 10 to 12 is my prediction. What is your prediction? I got a year. I got a year and find him a hundred thousand and everything's all well in footballville. That's it. A year. They're just going to, that definitely 
if if you're correct, well, I think it will be very emotions will be high on both sides if he gets a year and he missed last season. So that would knock him out basically two years of NFL football. He'll be fine to come back and play provided he stays clean, but I can see it. And it, it might like be an opportunity for the league to, to make a, a statement that they stand with women victims absolutely absolutely they they should they 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 should hammer all of them not just on deshaun watson but everyone down the chain everyone well rude dog robert (laughs) Robert, you want robert Kraft? you want you you have Kraft's name on the wall you want dan snyder dan snyder live stick in a restroom man put on the wall well, Rude Dog, it was great having you on as a guest host. I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to have you back. You're smooth. You're uh, articulate. You're well spoken, and you formulate your points. So, congratulations, and we would like to have you back on the issues of sports. Would you? Sure. Would you? Would you come back again? Yeah, Evan, I would. Thank you very much for the invite. Certainly, we, we well, can do this again. Well, I want to thank Rudy Reyes, the Rude Dog, for joining me today as a co-host. I'm Evan Makovsky. Thank you for listening to the Issues of Sports, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Have a great night, everyone.